This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Every day, I'm, nope, not every day, every Thursday at 1 o'clock, we convene the Bad Moms Club. I will go first and confess what has made me a bad mom this week. And then you get to go afterwards, after we unburden ourselves. We will have our mom status reset to good on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer's off. He's in paradise. But Holly Roberts is here today for me to regale with my bad momming stories. <laughs> All right. With no further ado, let us convene the Bad Moms Club. So apparently I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. Yeah, um, so as the president of the club, 651-641-1071, I will go first, and uh, you can go after, and then we will reset our mom status back to good. Yay! So, um, today, so there's kind of levels to this. Okay, so this is kind of a big one. Bad mom onion. It's a bad mom onion. (laughs) Uh, We start with the following. Uh, At 2 o'clock today, my beautiful, wonderful daughter will be emceeing their volunteer tea at school oh well that's that's how right okay not bad mom yet right yay totally sweet i'm so excited for her she's also like they've also got like you know some entertainment and she's in a couple of the numbers so i'm really excited and she's been really nervous and we've been talking about a lot yada 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 okay well here's sad moment number one i can't go and neither can my husband. So my beautiful, happy daughter is so excited to be having like this big MC debut and her mother who like, of course is like, Encouraging yeah, that I'm behavior. Like, Hi. Maybe like has to do that behavior here, which is great. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I just can't see her and so I'm sad. No, but you're an MC, Colleen. Right. And so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree with your is. daughter and you want to see her succeed. You've been coaching her, her entire life, whether you know it or not. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. But that's not bad enough. Okay. So mm. here's where it goes the south. So, um, you know, there's like a certain requirements in terms of costuming that she has been requested to bring. And I, being the lazy parent I am, decided to put her in charge of that, right? To give her some responsibility. That she curates her own outfit. Yep. That's so what you know what you're supposed to find and yeah. you know what you have and you go get, okay, you go do that. Now, this is one of the things that I think parents need to be responsible for and that's alerting to your children when they have grown and when things no longer fit. Ah. So it was not until just five minutes before she left that she 
took out the outfit she was bringing and I looked at it for a second and I said, honey, I am not, I've, A, I've never really seen you wear that. That's number one. Number two, I feel like, has that been in your closet for a while? Now, a while for mom and a while for daughter are different. I said, well, let's just see what happens when you put that on. It was a pair of overalls. Um, and as you can imagine, when overalls get a little small, uh, they tend to tug. Mm. In the upward direction ah. uh, from the tween the legs department. Yes. And I sent my daughter to school to do a show in front of everybody with a camel toe. And that's what I mean, because Bad I didn't because I did not assist in the curating of her costuming in and intervene earlier. Was this a farm themed experience? Mm, not that I know of. She may start a new trend. Scarily. You know, uh, no, don't say that, Sonny, because that makes it worse. Because I I've often said because that the next the frontier little... is camel toe in terms oh, of tr- trend. Because we show the underbutt, we mm-hmm. show the under boob, we show mm-hmm. the side boob. Mm-hmm. We're running out of you know curve parts. Yes, mm-hmm. we have to create our own camel toes and moose knuckles. Oh man! <laughs> now okay, so... your little daughter has one, and she's going to be emceeing in front of the oh, entire you... school. But you know what? If she if she does her thing, like take her out for some ice cream, because that's a lot to stand in front of people and talk i agree yeah like take her out for something if she if she really throws it down she take her out i do have spies i do have spies on the scene so i will find (laughs) out the lollapalooza for having that camel toe while you're at it oh man don't i can't okay let's do this has been returned to good okay i feel better now okay let's go to melissa hey melissa melissa what makes you a bad mom today hi melissa Hi. What makes you a bad mom today? Uh, my preschooler built this little sponge house that was supposed to be growing grass seed on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it was sitting on the counter for over a week, and I just couldn't stand it anymore, so I threw it away. And he asked me about it yesterday, and I lied and said that the dog got to it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Melissa, that's my move, girl. I, you, that is my move. Blame it on the pets yes. is your move? every time. Yes. Now, how do you feel right now? about I this really, i feel okay now i felt bad yesterday as he was crying but okay okay know. well since you've made that move to uh to this place i can now reset your mom's status here we go uh. your mom's status <laughs> has been returned to good okay congratulations melissa and Yay. thank you for sharing on the bad moms thank club you. thanks <laughs> Bye melissa now. see now that's the thing i wish bradley were here for that to blame it on the pets to n- no to hear the normalizing mm. of lying to your children when you <laughs> oh yeah he has a away. thing about yeah. that doesn't he yes. yeah doesn't like that at all not at all that, i'm yeah. like whatever which is no. so weird because goodness knows how many times any number one any any one of us has used that excuse. Sonny, oh, have you sure. used that excuse before? Use what excuse? You, saying that you just, you know, you throw something away, but then, oh, maybe the cat got or, it. Or, you know, maybe you didn't, maybe you misplaced it. That's so, another one I use. I actually have a story. Oh, go. I, yes. Yay. <laughs> it's old. It's old. It'll uh, do. We don't care. There's no expiration date on Bad Moms Club. <laughs> this nope. is true. Mm-hmm. Nope. So when I went to school in St. Louis for radio, I took my daughter with me and we, I brought a few toys and she had this really, really big doll and I didn't really like the doll too much. Mm-hmm. And she like she, you know how they get, they love it, but they don't keep track of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and um and so I threw it away. <laughs> and she was like, "Where's my where's my big doll? Where's my big doll?" And I was like, "I don't know. I guess it just must have got lost in the move." See, <laughs> yes, See? and it worked, right? Oh, it, it totally worked. Okay, well, first of all. Your mom's status has been returned to Thank good. You. I've That's, been carrying that around I know, for at least right? six years. But you just have to know that we get you because I've done the same kind of thing. Like, I've just, 
and here, can I give you my other trick? Yes. This is actually, you, this probably won't work as much for you anymore, Sonny. Mm-hmm. But for our listeners with the young, like the real young children who Toddler have a lot kids. of noisy toys. Oh, yeah. You guys know that I do this, right? When those batteries wear out, that thing's broken. Nice. Uh, that we do is not, nice. We do not replace <laughs> batteries. So I'm sorry that that thing that used to make that really loud, annoying noise doesn't make that loud, annoying noise anymore. Turns out it's broken. If you can still play with it, that's awesome. Otherwise, let's give it to somebody to fix and enjoy themselves. Can What's, I tell you a bad mom story from my mom? Yes. yes. So do you guys remember Teddy Ruxpin? Yes. Oh, of course. So I was so excited. Toy. I got Teddy Ruxpin. I used to come home and read books with him every day. But I, I, I assumed at my age that Teddy Ruxpin was real. I took him swimming in the toilet. I figured he could talk. He could swim. Right. Why I had not? forks in his mouth. And He's so, real. And so because of all of that treatment, he stopped working. Aww. So my mom was like, hey, we got to take him to the hospital. And she, I still tell this. She had me. I carried him in a garbage bag up the street. And she was like, nope, you got to carry him. That's your baby. <laughs> and she said, I'm taking him to the Teddy Ruxpin Hospital. And I am 35 years old. And I've never seen Teddy Oh, Ruxpin. my God. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Stayed at the hospital yeah. forever. Yeah, he was in hospice. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you this. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. And really quickly before we go. I'm going to pour one out for your Teddy Ruxpin. Thank I, you. Sorry. I, I one time had a babysitter who thought she was being helpful mm-hmm. and replaced all the batteries in all of the toys. Mm. And was like, she was like, all your toys were out of batteries. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> She was not invited back. Right. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, quick question for you. How do we feel about sharing pictures of your children on social media? What are your thoughts about that? Holly has a story about Kylie Jenner and sharing pictures. And we're just wondering, let's take the temperature. What do you feel about posting pictures of your child on social media? 651-641-1071. After this on My Talk 1071. How do you feel about posting pictures of your children on social media? 651-641-1071. That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We're doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts is in. And uh, who's sharing the pictures of the children? Kylie Jenner sharing some pictures of cute little Stormy. Who is adorable, by the way. Stormy, of course, being Kylie Jenner's baby daughter. And I saw these on social media. They're adorable. One, she is cute. She's putting Snapchat filters on her child. Making the kid even ten times cuter. I can't handle it. I mean, like, if you think the Snapchat filters make you look great, they make babies look uh, like you want to eat them like They're you so actually cute. want to eat the yes. child Especially when they know it i like oh. it when the baby notices and they and start they're to smiling wiggle. and they're yeah. like oh god, yes so <laughs> i have ears <laughs> so kylie jenner new mom she's posting of, of adorable photos of baby stormy online like any doting parent would but it made me think about posting pictures of your children especially infants children who don't have a say on whether or not their mm-hmm. image is posted on social media whether or not people are cool with it or not and and i say this because it felt like well some people were saying that kylie jenner was playing the mom card after the fact that she went to coachella over the weekend without her daughter some people were dragging her for going to coachella being like oh i see you have a newborn baby daughter and you're at Coachella over the weekend. You're being a bad mom. That's a separate topic, I can't even. which I can't even with, which mm-hmm. is stupid. 
That's yes. stupid. I Correct. Hate that. that one that irritates yeah, me. Yeah. Why don't you know what? Mind your own business. I mean, yes. Okay. So that's my first irritation. But so are you saying that people are assuming then that she's now posting all these pictures of baby Stormy to as compensate. a way to compensate and, and to say that she's a good mom? Yeah. And and so that's the, what some people. The internet is saying. <laughs> yes. That's the reason why people Kylie, are talking. People are talking. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me wonder. I mean, do you, you guys are both moms and are both parents? How mm-hmm. do you feel about posting pictures? of your children on social media so the first thing i will say is i did not uh well no that's not true i was gonna say i didn't have infants in the age of social media but that's actually not true because my twins were born uh after i was on facebook um and i did i shared pictures of them because that's my like life and Mm -hmm. and i hadn't really given a whole lot of thought to it and i know that there are safety and security issues that people get concerned about and i'm not necessarily wanting to talk about that part of it but i do want to discuss you know the part like the piece of you know their personal like that's them and they don't have a say in it right Mm -hmm. now my children are like of the age where they don't have their own social media they can't yet i won't allow it um but they are like Put that on Facebook. That was what I just did was awesome. Put it on Facebook. So your kids are aware enough of social media and what it means to have their image be online. Yes. And I will often they learn that in school. Like they talk about that in school. And I will say to them often, I kind of teach it, treat it as a learning lesson when they do something and they're like, put that on Facebook. We'll sit down and talk about like whether or not that's actually a good idea cool. or what, you know, what, what, like maybe that was something that you thought was hysterically funny, right. but maybe somebody else is not going to be that interested in it. Right. Or this is why I think, so like, for example, my Keller is like a, he's like a physical comic. The child is right. <laughs> yeah, okay. yes. And we have this dumb, I, okay, by the way, I actually recommend that everybody buy one of these. Uh, it is I love it. I have like a little sound sound um, sound effect machine. It's like a little red thing with all these buttons on it. You can get it at Target. Mm-hmm. And we just keep it in the living room because my friend Nikki has one at her house and you get bonus points if you're telling a story and you put a really good sound effect in it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so my kids have started to play with this thing and Keller would do this thing where he'd ask for certain sound effects and then he'd act them out in order. <laughs> and they always ended with a fart, whatever. But Because, um, because it's your kid. Because Keller. Um, <laughs> but he, but the, he was doing a couple of those and they were really funny and he, we took video of him and we all discussed like, do you think people would think this was funny? Is, would this make people smile? Mm-hmm. You know why? And then wh- when it's a pro- when it's too much, when you've posted too much, what is too much to share? All right. of those things. So we talk about those things. And so it's a little bit different, I guess, yes, is my answer Because to they that. can have an active dialogue in, yeah. in participating with it, yeah. but it's with the little babies now. And, and I think about this because I have posted several photographs of my nephew being adorable mm-hmm. adorable in the way that stormy or stormy is adorable yeah. because i want to eat the kids yes. and they're cute and i want to share <laughs> they're so darn sweet. share the joy but at yeah. the same time i'm like you know what this little kid had no say on whether right. or not auntie is sharing this photograph with complete and utter strangers mm-hmm. now my thinking is like oh this is a cute picture i want to share the joy but then at the same time it's like i didn't ask the another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Baby for its permission yeah. to be shared. Yeah. I don't like it. You don't like, like you're it. Not for it. I'm not. I'm not. Comf- I'm not comfortable with sharing the my my nephew and my. If I do, it's usually like when we go to Chicago and like we're at a barbecue and everybody's in the picture, right? And, right. and it's you know, but I don't. I, do, I don't feel. I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. sharing. Like uh-huh. if you go up and down my social media, you will rarely see anything. I may post something every now and again. Yeah. About my daughter, and I don't even think. I don't even think of, I didn't ask her. I just think, I just want to protect them. They're going to have yes. all the rest of their adult life to expose the social themselves. media the heck out of themselves. <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't want to be the one to do it. I just, I, I, and I've, and I've tried to like logically, like, why don't you feel comfortable about it? It's just family. I just, I don't feel comfortable. See, I think that's so interesting. And I think, and you know, it's like, I totally respect that. Yep. Um, and I just do it. I have a different way of, of doing it yeah. and that's totally fine. And like, and we I all see do, people it fine. do it. And I wish I knew, yeah. like, I wish I knew what, where are you coming from? What center are you coming from? You're like, all oh, this is cool. I want to. I'm always like, mm-hmm. nope. I'm putting that away in the family photo. Oh gosh, that's so. <laughs> yeah, physical, I know it's interesting. The physical right? family photo. <laughs> I know, right? You went to Walgreens. To that off. You printed out the photos, <laughs> and there they shall live. But it is interesting because, yeah, Colleen, you have one opinion. Sonny has another opinion. Obviously, Kylie Jenner has a completely other opinion, mm-hmm. meaning she wants to sell out her children for oh, money. Oh, she's making money on that. Don't she's worry making about money it. on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't worried that Kylie Jenner wasn't making that, any money on that. That photograph. was more for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and that is that is also just the Kardashian-Jenner way, and we've yep. come to expect it. But I think it starts a good conversation, and I think it's a good thing to to have to reflect on, um, and and decide what your own strategy or policy is going to be, right? Totally. And I just, yeah, I respect all different opinions. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we do have some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. D-bags! On the Colleen and Bradley Show. We'll tell you who they are after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly every single darn day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is not Bradley Trainer. No. He's on a beach somewhere. That's Holly Roberts. Hi. She's on this beach. Okay. Uh, these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> Goes to Academy Award winning actress Charlize Theron. Okay. Congratulations, Charlize. You're our yeah, lady douchebag of the day. It's a new award. You haven't won this one before. No, you haven't. Come on up to stage to receive your lady douchebag <laughs> award. So, Charlize Theron is my D bag of the day uh, for something that she said during an interview for her new upcoming movie, Tully. Tully is going to be out in theaters, I believe, next month. Now, I'm actually excited about the movie Tully. Tully is a film mm-hmm. about a woman, a mother, a mother of three, played by Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. who is gifted a night nurse by her brother because she's exhausted. She's dealing with a newborn and small children. Mm-hmm. And so this movie is about the relationship between Charlize and this night nurse named Tully. Yeah, it's a. it, it looks like it's a cool concept. And I will tell you, from simply watching the trailers, 
I have felt um, understood. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'd like to say that this movie is written by Diablo Cody. Of course, she won an Oscar for Juno, and it's also directed by Jason Reitman, who directed Juno. So, and I like the truth that movie. is, I actually kind of find uh, I, I kind of find Diablo Cody insufferable, which I know is an unpopular opinion uh, from the land of Diablo Cody. I feel like Minneapolis, she, Minnesota. I feel like she's probably evolved. I don't think I that there's so. going to be a hamburger phone in Tully. I certainly hope so. So anyways, we're both excited to see the movie Tully. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron starring in this movie. And Charlize Theron is doing the thing that she's known for doing, that she has gained weight for a role. Mm-hmm. Now, she gained weight for a role when she played Eileen Wuornos in the movie Monsters. She won an Oscar for it. Yep. I was going to say, usually gaining weight for a role or making yourself look unattractive for a role is a great way to win an Oscar. Specifically if you're a female. Yes. It also applies to males. But really... Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the ladies, yeah, if you beautiful women can make yourselves look uh, undesirable for a movie. Let me tell you what that is Oscar worthy performance. <laughs> exactly. So, Charlize revealed that she gained fifty pounds for this role, and she's talking about how she was left feeling depressed after eating mac and cheese at two in the morning. That feels very relatable. <laughs> she, <laughs> there she is said, actually a very specific yes. part in her story that oh, I where I go deep. Let, let me guess. Let okay. me guess. Let me guess. Okay, okay, so she talks about how she gorges on mac and cheese at two in the morning. She says that she had to eat calories night and day in order to pack on the pounds for this movie. She said at first it was really easy to do. The first three weeks were kind of fun, but then afterwards it became grueling, and she started feeling gross and depressed. Colleen, I think I have pointed out. Where Charlize Theron goes full D-bag for you when she says the following. Oh, you are so, you're spot on. Go on. I wanted to feel what this woman felt. And I think that was a way for me to get closer to her and to get into her mindset. Oh, that's not even it yet. Oh, that. But okay. I mean, let me find the yeah. D. Let me find the okay. D-bag. Okay. okay. Are you playing spot the D-bag here? Because yes, the moment that the where she goes from simply telling us about the uh, the motivation behind gaining weight for a role to the place where she actually becomes a D-bag. It is a like literally a very specific sentence. Uh, and you know what? Actually, now that I'm looking at this, I don't think it's printed in this story. Uh, then please yeah. point me point to the direction. To the because for me, it's a layer of D-bag. Mm-hmm. The layers starting with the fact that we're applauding an actor for merely gaining weight in order right. to get into character like that. We're applauding that and possibly giving awards to this person just for participating in weird body modification. One, I don't like that. Just wear a fat suit or get digitally altered. Okay. Right. Like you're, you're making, you're such a great beauty, Charlize Theron, that you're making this great sacrifice. You're making yourself ugly. You're making yourself look like just the rest of us. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And that is where <laughs> this is where she becomes the D bag. Ready? Ready. Uh, she said of the fact that she had to put weight on and that at the beginning of that, it was fun. And then it ceased to be fun. There's one sentence where I'm like, oh, Charlize, you are. This is not going to go well for you. She says <laughs> it's hard to maintain that weight. And I think to myself, for the m- millions of women for whom it is impossible to achieve your weight, you, that's nope, nope, you don't get to say that. Right. That's, that is actually like, I, that I'm full of vinegar when you say that. It is hard to maintain that weight. There are so many people who are maintaining that weight, which by the way, probably by Hollywood standards was ginormous, but by 
American standards was probably pretty average. Sure, well, let's make an estimate. A, an educated guess. So Charlize Theron, maybe on average, she weighs like 120 pounds. So if she mm-hmm. gained 50 pounds, then maybe she weighed 170 pounds. And let's also talk about how tall she is. And she's tall. Yes. So th- Which is probably like a perfectly acceptable weight. Now, she probably was doing it. You know, there are different ways to put on weight. You can put on fat or mm-hmm. you can put on muscle, right? right? And it sounded like she was just eating in order to put on any kind of Yes. And so that can look a little bit puffier. So you might look at pictures of her and go, well, that looks like she's way more than whatever. I don't care. Mm -hmm. My point is this. There are plenty of people who are struggling to to lose weight or to get to a, a, a smaller weight. And for you to say it's hard to maintain that weight. That makes me just want to like. Fart in your general direction. <laughs> the D bag. <laughs> the D bag part for me is you. You're getting paid to like. I'm, am yeah. I oh, something? fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it was it agony for you to eat no. the macaroni and cheese, yeah, honey? Like, okay, I, 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 was it hard for you to cash the check? I was sitting here thinking, oh my god, oh man, some homemade mac and cheese in the middle of the night sounds so good. <laughs> like the cheese crinkling in the not crinkling, but like a with that crispy sound yeah. that it makes in the microwave. Yeah, and then you know what? Like I had a whole vision over here. I know. Here. And then Sonny, <laughs> you know where that ends for you? You just eat the food and go back to bed. And but for Shirley's Theron, she sees extra zeros <laughs> in her gets, bank account. Yeah, she gets paid millions of dollars to do this body modification. Now, and a potential award. Yes. And a, yes. <laughs> and, and one of the things, too, it was interesting to read this. I, there are so many layers of, mm-hmm. of douchery. And, it's a douche and, onion. <laughs> it is a douche onion. <laughs> and we're almost getting to the creamy nougaty okay. center. All right. So, that was oh, unnecessary. <laughs> deep fried douche onion. Uh-huh. Nice. So here's what she says again about gaining 50 pounds for the role in the movie Tully uh, that she's going to be starring in next month. She said, yeah, for the first time in my life, I was eating so much processed foods and I drank way too much sugar. I was not that fun to be around on this film. For me, that was a mild douchebag because I do think it's important for people to understand processed foods and sugar and what they do to you physiologically. Right. Right? I don't know that I want Charlize Theron to be my educator in that realm. Like but I, I also don't want Gwyneth Paltrow to be like my I educator. Like I said, it's an onion of douche. Right, like exactly. It's, like it's, like it's a, a layered onion of douche. And I totally understand because, quite frankly, I'm with Charlize. When I eat too much processed food and I eat too much junk, I don't mm-hmm. feel good. Period. Yeah. End of story. So right. I totally get that and I totally understand. But... I wouldn't be lying and saying, yeah, it's the first time in my life that I just ate way too much pizza and macaroni and cheese and I just felt so bad. Is it, yeah. Can a nutritionist help you do that, like healthy yeah, without actually, hurting yourself? You know what's funny? It, not funny, but I, I recall this from when uh, Renee Zellweger did the Bridget Jones mm-hmm. movies. The first time she, if I remember correctly, the first time she literally was like, I just need to pack on pounds and she ate everything in sight. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like the second or maybe the third time that she put on weight for that role, she did it differently. So she wasn't just like mainlining milkshakes. Right. She was paying attention to just eating a larger volume of healthier foods. Right. And also working out in a way that she wasn't, um, that she was bulking up in different ways. And actually, if you look at a side-by-side comparison mm-hmm. of her in each of those movies, she does look different. Okay. Yeah. She probably put on the same amount of weight, but she just did it differently. Yeah, because you shouldn't have to sacrifice your health. No. Like, I get it for the role, but... That's well, the pro- and then going back to the other layer of the douche onion, the fact... <laughs> 
Sonny and Colleen that she is physically gaining 50 pounds for this role anyways to right. begin with, where she just wanted to feel like this person. And I f- I'm like, well... That's certainly, probably how that person felt. Yeah, yeah, certainly there are other ways to portray these characters without yes. sacrificing your physical health. Also, right. please don't twist it up and then spit it back out to us, Charlize, in a way that makes it sound like anybody who is that weight is probably miserable. Because mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I don't buy that and I don't think that that's true. I think that, uh, that there are plenty of people who have extra pounds on their body who are able to find joy. Yeah. So... Bye. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy your D bag award and your Oscar baby. and your Oscar, whatever. <laughs> Put them next to each other, just so you can remember the full spectrum of you. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my goodness, it's time for the throwback live at one forty-five. Rocco's coming back to fill in for Bradley. We will see how he does today. I am nervous. I didn't say that out loud. Throwback live at 145 coming up next on My Talk 1071. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, it's time for the throwback live at 145 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is off. Holly Roberts has been filling in. And also, during the Throwback Live at 145, Bradley has selected those to play in his place. And today he has selected Rocco for the Throwback Live. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. It's time for Thursday's edition of the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win the Throwback Live at 145. And Colleen and Rocco... Buzz in by yelling out their names, and since Rocco is playing for Bradley, Rocco, you yell out Bradley. Bradley. Exactly. Just, just like, like that. that. Just like that. Now, we are keeping tabs on the scores, the victories, if you will. Now, Colleen, you have the official tally on how many games you have won and how many games Bradley has won. What is that right Correct. now? Correct. Our current tally is at Colleen at 11 wins. And Bradley at 19 wins. So, Rocco, if you do well, you could tip Bradley into the 20s. However, if you fail, I will be happy. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm here to win it. Let's do All right, this. Let's, do, All right, let's do it. Here's our first vintage pop culture oh, audio okay. clip. Please lif- li- listen. 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 Yeah, do that too. Listen carefully and identify this. Colleen. Colleen. That is the sixth sense. That is Haley Joel Osment before he turned weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's play that one more time for the kids at home. I see dead people. Yes, that was Haley Joel Osment. Well, he was still a cute Mm -hmm. little kid in the sixth sense from M. Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. Thank you. All right. So, Colleen Lindstrom, (laughs) you have one point in the throwback live at 145. Morocco, you can still win the game Here's our second vintage uh, pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Say hello to my little friend. Bradley. 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 Uh, <laughs> Scarface. Oh, yes. Man. Oh, yes. That makes sense now. Yes, let's play it again. Say hello to my little friend. That's Al Pacino as yeah. Scarface in the finale of that movie. Spoiler alert. Nothing good happened to Scarface in that movie. <laughs> 
Spoiler alert, that movie also hasn't aged very well, I don't think. No, it hasn't. I mean, since we're doing spoiler alerts, I just want to say Bruce Willis was dead. (laughs) In the sixth sense. Bye. Okay. Seriously, sorry, the statute of limitations is up. If you haven't seen that movie, I can't help you. That's true. Thank you. All right, Colleen, you still have one point. Rocco, you also have one point in today's Throwback Live at 145. Let's play our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That is Mambo number five. Thank you. That's I've never right. heard Mambo number one through four, but I like five. In my life. What were we thinking in I, 1999? I, do you know what? I was just thinking that. We had weird tastes. Yes. Huh. It was this and... I think we were wondering the, the who let the dogs song. out at the, the same th- time. Do not say an unkind word about Cisco. You know he lives in Maple Grove. He's ours now. You know he's listening. Hi, Cisco. Thong, 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 thong. Thank you. Also, that song I think came out a couple years later. I think in '99, we were living La Vida Loca, which mm. is actually a pretty good song when you listen to it. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Colleen. I was trying to be nice. All right. Obviously, I failed. Okay, so Rocco. All right, down to this. You have one point. Colleen Lindstrom oh. all has two points. Okay. Now, Colleen Lindstrom, if you can guess this correctly, you win today's Throwback Live at 1:45. No pressure. I'm going to play our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Why you stuck up? Bradley. Bradley. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh-oh. Here it is. Why you stuck up? Half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Oh, Princess Leia was yes. not happy with Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Well, that changed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Are you? I know I'm not. All right, Colleen, you have Uh-oh. two points. Rocco. Oh, this is a really awkward position. You have two points. It's not an awkward position, oh. Colleen. You have bloodlust and you're out for victory. Don't lie. It's true. It's true. Don't lie. All I'm right. going to play our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. That means whoever can guess this clip correctly will win today's throwback live at 145. No pressure. No pressure. Here is our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil. Bradley? Bradley? 
I'm I'm just guessing like um Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. We yeah. oh. got sucked. <laughs> I've never watched it. It was kind of after my time, but it sounded. I don't think he gets that because he guessed. I don't like that. I don't like guesses. <laughs> that's it's, dumb. That's what you do mm-hmm. in this game is you guess. Nope. Nope. No. I'm mad right now. Okay. I've realized I think I hate playing this game. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you know. Oh, it's fun when you win, isn't it, yeah. Rocco? Yeah, this is fun. Rocco, congratulations. You. you won today's Throwback Live at 145. And uh, today's prize is a trip to wonderful, historic Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Lovely. Three nights and four days. How does that go usually? Yeah, it's usually three days, four nights in historic Boston, Massachusetts. You can go drink at the Cheers Bar. You can go and enjoy the rats that crawl on the tee. And oh, maybe yeah. stop at Fenway Park and harass the f- baseball players, the away team, just like yes. at home. Yay. Don't even get me started, P.S., on the rats in Boston. Woof, let me tell you, they're large. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Back Bay, which is like a, it was a swamp. And then they just like put houses there, and the rats look like pet, like ana- like dogs. Like I ha- I've seen dogs smaller than the rats there. Disgusting. Have fun, Rocco. Thank so you. I can't yeah. wait. Actually, you know what? That's what you deserve. Have a great time in the rat infested. <laughs> Thank you. No, you did a good job. Thank you. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing for Bradley. I will now update the current tally. Oh, and where does that tally stand right now, Colleen? Bradley is at twenty, and I'm at eleven. Bradley needs so, to bring me something back from the beach or wherever he's at. Like he, he'll bring back his tanned self, Rocco. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you'll get. Yeah, maybe he'll we'll dust off lucky. the sand from his shorts and just <laughs> flap it in your general direction, <laughs> just for you. Just for uh, you. Thank you, Rocco, thank you. and thank congratulations Rocco. on your big win. Enjoy your your trip, I guess. Um, okay, that was fun, and also I. Still think that it's not fair if you just guess and you just happen to get it right. That's not fair. Colleen. I'm also bitter. Colleen, I'm a sore you're loser. You're bitter. You're bitter. You're bitter. Okay, moving on. And just yeah. want to remind you that it just matters if you get the answer right. It doesn't matter if you guess. You've I, guessed no, I before. I can't talk about it anymore. Okay, so uh, here's what I want to talk about. I'm changing the subject. Mm. I see what so, you did there. Yesterday, we were having a conversation about... Uh, what were we talking about when this came up? Was it we video were, games? Oh, we were talking about our moment of zen, guilty yes. pleasure things that we do with technology. So the conversation started because Sonny was playing Kim Kardashian Hollywood in the lunchroom. Then it moved on to playing Disney Emoji Blitz. That is the app that Jason Matheson has introduced to the masses. And now everyone's addicted to, including you, Colleen yeah, Lindstrom. It's true. I've been playing it in the breaks. Thank you, Jason Anyway, we were talking about the fact that like our kids, kids these days, um, they they have learned technology since birth and it has led them to do very interesting things. Like, for example, Holly, for example, my nephew's first instinct is to swipe at a screen immediately. Any screen he touches and swipes. Exactly. And my kids can't figure out why we can't pause live TV when we're at a hotel. Because you can't always pause live TV. So what are the behaviors that you see your kid doing that you didn't do when you were a kid? And it's all because of technology. 651-641-1071. We'll have that conversation after this on Colleen and Bradley on My MyTalk 1071.